Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. It's entirely possible that a UFO has been somewhere near your home for decades. Yes, we mean a UFO from outer space, just not the flying saucer kind. The UFO we're talking about might be an unidentified fur object. That's because a fur is one of several varieties of tree seeds that literally took a trip around the moon in the 1970s and made its way back to be planted on Earth. So let's talk about just how that happened. This is the story of the moon trees. In 1971, Stuart Rusa, a former U.S. Forest Service smoke jumper who would parachute into forest fires to help put them out, joined NASA astronauts Alan Shepard and Edgar Mitchell on the Apollo 14 mission to the moon. Arusa took with him five different varieties of tree seeds on board, including nearly 500 seeds of Douglas fir, loblolly pine, sycamore, sweetgum, and redwood. He held the seeds in metal containers inside a canvas pouch as part of a joint NASA-U.S. Forestry Service project. Arusa and the seeds orbited the moon in the Kitty Hawk command module as Shepard and Mitchell walked on the moon's surface below. While the seeds never left the capsule or touched the moon, they became known as moon trees when they returned to Earth and were germinated and planted around the United States in honor of the country's bicentennial celebration in 1976. It was partially a publicity stunt— but the point of the seed project was to determine whether there might be a difference in characteristics between these space seeds and a batch of control seeds left on Earth. Almost immediately upon return, the experiment was in jeopardy because the seed bag was exposed to a vacuum and burst during the decontamination process. The seeds have evolved to be fairly hardy, but a total vacuum isn't something that earthly trees ever planned for. Nobody knew if the seeds would still be viable— And besides, the seeds from all five species had scattered and intermingled. But Forest Service geneticist Stan Krugman, who was in charge of the project, separated them by hand and sent them to Forest Service labs to be germinated. And almost all of them did. After a failed attempt at growing several trees in Houston, the remaining seeds were sent to the Southern Forest Service Station in Gulfport, Mississippi, and to the Western Station in Placerville, California. Hundreds grew into seedlings. Some of the seedlings were planted along with the control seeds left on Earth. Now, nearly 50 years after the Apollo 14 mission, there's no discernible difference between the known plantings and their offspring. Unfortunately, when the seedlings were given away, no one kept a list of adopters or locations. Some were sent to state forestry organizations, others were sent to the White House, Independence Square in Philadelphia, and even the Emperor of Japan. Lots of people requested them. Senators wanted saplings to plant when they dedicated buildings. The then-mayor of New Orleans, Maurice Edwin Landrieu, went by the nickname Moon, and he managed to get a few too. A Girl Scout troop in Indiana received one. Many were planted with a plaque describing the journey that they had undertaken. But even the known list of moon trees that NASA keeps is a best guess. Nonetheless, if you'd like to see whether any of these trees still stand somewhere near you, Just Google Moon Trees Known List. The NASA Space Science Data Coordinated Archive keeps up a page with locations of all the known trees, with living ones listed from California to Florida and north as far as Massachusetts and Washington State.
Today's episode is based on the article, NASA Moon Trees Still Stand as Testament to Apollo 14 on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Sharice Cunningham. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.